We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Defensively, Brian, I, I think for me, I mean, as we start this conversation, it's been mostly very good defensively, yeah. right? I mean, there's been so many great performances this year. I mean, obviously, the recent one that Notre Dame just had against USC is still fresh in everyone's mind as far as holding it, the team that was averaging over 50 points a game to only 20 points, forcing Caleb Williams in the three interceptions, his worst outing of his career, literally his worst outing, only the second time he ever had multi, multi, a multi-interception game. And the first one came when he was a true freshman against Baylor. First game ever, though, with three interceptions in a football game. You mix that in with the entirety of the season. I mean, you're it's littered with good performances. You know, you held Ohio State to 17 points. You have really been a team that can rely on that defense and they've given an opportunity for Notre Dame to win every football game. So, you know, we're, we're going to talk about a couple of things that we want to see fixed, but I think the biggest point of, of emphasis here is that there needs to be a, just keep doing what you're doing, man. Just stay focused. Don't mess it up. Like you're, you're in a good spot right, right now, man. Don't be right. too like, just, just keep doing what you're doing, man. Maintain. You have something that is sustainable, in my opinion. Just keep working it and keep refreshing it and keep just making sure that everything is good to go here. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. 
That's indeed.com slash blue wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Even if, Ryan, they'd simply do what they did the first four games and don't turn the D-line loose the way that they have against Duke and USC, it's still good enough to shut down the next four teams you're going to play. I mean, that that's really what it comes down to. And so when we, we talk about this big picture, Ryan, it, it's this right here. It's like you said, it's stay focused. Don't look at the ne- – because here's the problem. Here's the concern, Ryan. They can look at the schedule and be like, okay, Pitt's scoring 24.6 per game. Here's the scary thing. Pitt – has the second best offense that Notre Dame is going to face the next four games from a points per game. The team with the best offense they're going to face the next four games, Clemson. Yep. Like w- that's not good, right? Yeah. That the, And Clemson is scoring under 30 points per game this year against power five teams because they're only at, I think, 30.2. Let me, let me look it up here real quick, Ryan. I know they're barely over 30 on the season. And part of that is be, they're 30.4. So I was slightly off, but here's the deal. They scored 66 against Charleston Southern, who is terrible at the FCS level, or at least they have been. I don't know. If I should say that because I don't know what their, their, what their record is this year. I know that they got rid of coach dense and I don't know if they're any better this year than they have in the past. They're three and three. There are three and three. I don't three think they're very good team. either. Yeah. Yeah. They lost to Western Carolina. Western Carolina scored 11 more points than Clemson did. I mean, they beat them 77 to 21. Okay. Yeah. So they're not a very good defensive football team. And you take that out, and all of a sudden Clemson's just not a very good scoring football team. And and you and I were going over some stats before the show started. And if you look at just scoring numbers against FBS teams, because Pitt, their 24.6 is inflated by the fact they scored 45 against Wofford. But if you look at the scoring points per game of their opponents against Power 5 teams, Clemson or Pitt is at 21.2. Clemson is at 24.5. Wake Forest is at 20.8, and Stanford is at uh, 21.0. Like, I'm looking at the stats now. Clemson ranks 77th, and then three in a row. Pitt at 101, tied for 101. Stanford at 103, Wake at 104. They're all averaging 24.5 points or less against Power 5 teams. So the only way you give up points to these three teams is if you lose focus. You're not as locked in. You see that the opponent stinks. You, you, you get away, you, you start being sloppy, missed tackles, blown assignments, you know, not doing what you're supposed to do because you're not as keyed in because you're not playing Caleb Williams, you're not playing Ohio's Marvin Harrison, you're not playing Riley Leonard, you're not playing this big play Louisville offense, you're not as locked in, and you allow an inferior opponent to make plays, which we have seen from this team this year, Ryan. We saw that against Central yep. Michigan. That's exactly what we saw against Central Michigan. So that's the big, that's why you, th- that you're spot on with that first point, Ryan, which is stay focused stay locked in do what you've been doing because even if you just do what you've done all year you're shutting these three these next four opponents down you are because i I haven't looked at any of those teams of like you know yeah that team's numbers aren't good but they're starting to get hot right because you could have said maybe stanford of what they did against colorado but then you're like no they played a real defense the next week and couldn't do anything 
you know, when, when they played USC, UCLA, who, by the way, quick side note, they have been very good on defense this year. People are not talking enough about the job that the UCLA coaching staff is doing on defense, by the yeah. way. They're only giving up well, 14.9 got... points per game right now. Well, they have um, a defensive end that's going to go in the first round, barring medicals. Yeah, so two, two two. Yeah. yeah, they have the Murphy twins that are good football players as well. So they got some guys there, man. Right. I, I did notice that Dante Moore got benched, though. For I did see Barbers. that. I that did was see a that. little <laughs> not great. <laughs> Looking at Stanford, they had the forty-nine. They had the forty-six points against Colorado, yep. and they're still only averaging twenty-one points a game against Power Five teams because they scored thirty-seven yep. against Hawaii, ten against USC, twenty against Arizona, six against Oregon, seven against UCLA. So again. These are not good. For, we're not going to lie to y'all and tell y'all, hey, you know, this team's dangerous. Yeah, this team's dangerous if you have Colorado's defense. Sure. And and I think Ashton Daniels got hurt in that football game yeah. too for Stanford. Yeah. So, like, yeah. yeah. He at least has a live arm. I mean, you can at least give yeah. him that. But yeah. it's just – guys, they're just they're just not good. Right? Yeah. They're, just, they're just not good offenses. So, as long as you do what you do, you should shut them down. But it's also – but it's beyond that, Ryan, and this is what we talked about before. It's not just shutting down bad offenses. Are Making sure you're not developing bad habits – Making sure you're not going going away from what you what what is you and this is the ultimate test for what Marcus Freeman says is we can't worry about the opponent we got to worry about Notre Dame can Al yeah. Golden Al Washington Chris O'Leary Mike Mickens Max Bulla get these guys locked in and ready to focus on excelling when they know the opponent's not good yep. that's that's part of leadership I I I I think with a veteran team. You're gonna see more of that. I'm less concerned about that than I might be next year against some inferior opponents when their name's gonna be a lot younger on defense. Very talented, but a lot younger. I believe they're gonna be focused, but that's the key. That's the biggest question in the second half, Ryan. Honestly, we we guys, we could give you all types of and we've got a couple specific things, Ryan. There's one thing I needed to add that I forgot to add uh to that. On, but there's a couple areas where I'd like to see some improvement. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's just guys, just just do what you're doing. Right, because these teams aren't good. These teams aren't good offensively. There's some good defenses now that could create some problems, get their offensive short fields and all that. But offensively, it's 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 just not good. Which kind of gets you fired up, Ryan, about maybe where this Notre Dame could end up. This Notre Dame defense could end up at the end of the year from a ranking standpoint. Yeah, because you're 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 going to the stretch where you're playing the worst offenses you're going to face. Notre Dame right now is 14th in scoring so far this season they're 12th in total defense they're only giving up 283 yards per game and right now they are 11th in yards per play so if they do what they do what they should do in these next four games you're talking about a narrative defense is going to rank in the top 10 in almost every major statistical defensive category and i kind of want to see that like so where's that pride you know you know how you have some say hey guys this isn't about pit this is about us and if yeah. we want to be who we are, then let's go out and shut that down. And I feel like that's kind of what the great defenses do. It doesn't matter about the opponent. It, what the scoreboard's what matters, right? right? We don't want to let them get a point. Okay, they're not good. Good. Then there's no excuse to let them score. That kind of mentality. I want to see if they can have that. That's going to be the – I mean, Ryan, if they do that, all the other stuff will take care of itself because of the quality of the offenses that they're playing. Man, uh, if they get top 10 too, I might have to make a hashtag fire Al Golden shirt for everyone out there and uh, the Twitter verse until he's still terrible. <laughs> if he was a real coordinator, they'd be top five. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I mean, it, it, it's obviously joking around about it, but like it's what, what we're seeing from this Al Golden defense this year is that it is sustainable because it is happening just about every week. I mean, you could talk about Louisville getting some things going in the second half, but like, 
they'd only given up seven points at halftime. Notre Dame had a chance to put that game away, and the offense let the defense down in that football game. I mean, it, it's been very dependable this year for the most part. The defense is going to come to play. They're going to do a really good job. And, yeah, I mean, when we're talking about against Pitt, all due respect, uh, they should have a game. They should yeah. have another very good showing defensively. Of course, there's always things you want to improve on. It's never going to be perfect. There's always going to be wrinkles. There's all going to be always going to be adjustments. But yeah, man, sustainability is what I'm looking for on defense because I think you have a winning formula on the defensive side of the football right now. I think you have. You're always talking about championship caliber, right, Brian? I think that Notre Dame has been a championship caliber, de- caliber defense this year. I believe they've been a championship caliber defense. And I think it's been sustainable as well, which matters to me. And in two of the last three games, we saw a recipe that can really work which is that really aggressive, let your D-line be your first line of attack mentality. You did that against Duke, it worked great. You did that against USC, it worked great. It can work great these next four games. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. There are two areas, however, Ryan, that are very targeted for I want to see improvement. Yep. And it's run game and third down defense. Those are the two. Run game wise, this has been the, the the if you're going to say what has hey hey you guys you know the defense isn't perfect you know what are the things they need to go better run defense that flat out because we just we Notre Dame's pass defense has been elite this season they rank 52nd in the country in rush defense and here's the thing you can't say well that's because they played a triple option team they held Navy below what Notre Dame's current Notre Dame's currently giving up 129.9 rushing yards per game. They held Navy to 126. It's not because of Navy. It's because you gave up a buck 89 to Duke. So you gave up a buck yep. 85 to Louisville. That's what it comes down to. You and you've got to fix those performance. And Ohio State didn't run for a lot of yards, but you did have that one big long play. You got to eliminate yep. that. They've been very good at times this season. I thought the first four games they were pretty good on defense, running run defense. Central Michigan was a little bit up and down, but you were very good running in your run defense against USC. So they've shown the ability to be that type of team. They've got to do that these last four games. That's going to be a big key because, again, you're you're talking about teams that aren't exactly lighting the world on fire running the football. Pitt ranks 119th running the football this year. Against Power 5 teams, Ryan, they're only averaging 94 yards per game running the football. Clemson ranks 67th. They're only averaging 147.7, only 3.9 per carry. These are against Power 5 teams. Uh, Wake Forest is your best running team that you've that you're going to play so far. Wake, think about that. Wake Forest at 153 yards per game against Power Five teams, 3.6 per carry. That's the best run defense you're going to face. Stanford is 97th uh, with 118.7. Those are those are their numbers against Power Five teams, by the way. So the, the, I'm just trying to put into context uh, what those teams have done, and a lot of that for for Stanford was because they ran all over USC. For 209, their last four games: 108 to Arizona, 89 to Oregon, 124 against Ca- against Colorado, 24 yards against UCLA. So, you have a chance to get right run game wise. 
we need to see them do that. This is a chance for them to get that part of their game going. And it's got to be right. It can't just be yards. It's got to be why are you stopping them? Is it because their backs right. stink or their own line stinks? Or are you more sound? Are you more aggressive? Are you turning your D-line loose? Are you tackling it better in space? All yep. those type of things are going to be eliminating the big plays. Because like Louisville and, and Duke, it was more so the big plays that hurt Notre Dame. It wasn't they were just consistently gashing them. It was the big plays. Louisville a little bit late when Notre Dame was kind of just worn out. But early on, it was the big plays. And you've got to be able to limit those, but just the, the create more negatives, all those that that's probably a big part of the run game. I want to see Ryan against these teams. I want to see them do a better job of being more disruptive. That's going to be something that I would really like to see as part of this run game. More, more, more run game TFLs is what I'm looking for. Yeah. Well, I think in a lot of the 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 underwhelming performances defensively we've seen over the last couple of years, I think that the inability to stop the run has been kind of mixed in with why it got to that point, right? I mean, that's I don't think it's any coincidence that if you're not able to stop the run very well, your defense doesn't play at its peak form and it doesn't mm-hmm. play at its best. Right. I mean, that's kind of, again, we always talk about sustainability. That's like, a, it's one of the key. I mean, honestly, if you ask most defensive coordinators, like what's the number one objection objective this week, it's stop the run, control the line of scrimmage. Like always that's, that's a prerequisite to playing defensive football for the most part. Right. So I think that you need to, because What's the one way, Brian, that a pit team, a pesky pit team can stick around for a while? Keep if out of ball. nowhere, yeah. yeah, out of nowhere, the Hammond and Sebo Flemister are like getting good games where you're just like, why are they sustaining drives? Like, why are right. why is this happening right now? So yeah, man, if you're able to shut down the run games of these last four opponents, we talk about why it matters long term. Well, just for the next four games, you have a chance to close these games out early, too, man. Mm-hmm. I'm here to tell you guys. If because we'll get into pit here next, you know, in a little bit here, but pit, if you just completely shut down their run game early on and make them have to try to be a passing offense, you're going to kill pit, like you're going to destroy them. They do not function that well. They had Phil Dracovic, who was barely averaging over 50% completion. They replaced him with the young, with the kid that came from Penn State that's at, that's um, a little bit better than Phil at 53% completion percentage. Like they're not a good passing offense. Right. They're just not, right? So stopping the run is going to be very indicative of just how dominant you can be over this four-game yeah. stretch. Yeah. Ryan, just to give you some, some numbers, I'm, I'm doing a lot of numbers today. You look at the four teams you're going to play down the stretch, their tackles, where they rank in the nation in tackles for loss allowed. Pitt right now ranks 81st. Clemson ranks 90th. Wake Forest ranks tied for last with Marshall 132nd, and Stanford ranks 125th. So, again, the the recipe is there for your football team to get rolling. And that's that's where Notre Dame's got to be. And so – I want to see what they're able to do when it comes to being more disruptive because the recipe is there. And then the other part that I want to see from this Notre Dame football team down the stretch too, is the third down defense has got to get a lot better. That that's been the, to me, even more so than the run game. Cause like the run game has been good at times it's been, or it's been bad at times. It's been solid most of the year. Now it needs to be really good down the stretch. The third down defense has even been a problem in some of the games where overall you played well. I mean, you know, like there have been times when you look at the numbers and you're like, man, Notre Dame, right now they rank 75th in, in third down defense. But you're like, even in some of the games they did, like, I thought they played really well against Ohio State defensively. But Ohio State completed 58.8% of their third downs. So that, that, that was the game right there because they confer, converted a couple on that last drive. They converted the third and 10, a, a four, third and 19. 
USC, as good as Notre Dame was against USC, USC still converted 46.2% of their third downs. Yeah. And and NC State went 8 of 19. And, and you know, they had a stretch where they made a little bit of a rally. It's because they weren't able to get off the field. So it yeah. hasn't been a very good third down defense really all year. This is your chance to kind of get that part of your game going. And this is going to be a key because this is not just about – this one, for example, Ryan, to me, is not just about getting right. Or, I mean, you know, just getting better statistically. This is a part of your game that when you get into the postseason – is going to be a big part of of what's going to allow you to go out there and have some success when in football games if you're able to get into a big time opponent. Clemson's the only team that ranks inside the top 70 in third down offense against FBS opponents. They're they're like 38th. The rest of them are 70th or lower. So it's another part that you can get right, but it's also about okay, but what's your plan? Are they just shutting down teams that aren't good? It's are they making the adjustments cuz that's kind of part of this too is yeah, you need to just kind of keep doing what you're doing, but there do need to be some little tweaks here and there in these two areas, run game wise and third down wise, to say, hey, look, let let let's limit the big plays in a run game because if they clean up the big plays, they're fine. I mean, I I, I think yeah. they're fine, and and then third down, getting better at those two areas. This defense is going to be, I mean, that's that's how it's been very good, Ryan. It hasn't yeah. been elite. It can be elite if you can improve in those two areas because if it comes down to teams have to throw the ball on you they're done Ohio State couldn't do it USC couldn't do it I promise you none of these next four teams are going to do it if Notre Dame is playing their game agree agree if, if you turn Pitt if you turn Stanford if you turn Wake Forest if you turn even Clemson into a pure passing team it's not going to be successful right like I think about Clemson it's like they need Will Shipley. They will need Phil Moffat to be the, the drivers and then to be Cape Klubnik to be the guy that works great off of those things and to be compliments to each other. If you can't compliment one another, then you have the ability to, I think, make some statements over the course of the season. It's all going to be about coaches stepping up, players stepping up, and we'll be able to see that obviously moving forward here, Brian. So I think Notre Dame defensively. Talk about sustainability, a couple of tweaks that you make, and you have a chance to be an elite defense in tw- to finish out 2023. You have a yep. chance to be in that conversation. So that helps yeah. with recruiting, that helps with momentum, yep. that helps with a lot of things. And so yep. I'd love to see it. So that that's where it is, defense. It's just keep doing what you're doing and improve in these two areas, and you're gonna be pretty special. And uh yep. and they'll continue to give this team a like I honestly, Ryan, I'm not worried about that. Like we need to see it, right? I mean, it football's sure. a show me business, right? But I'm not sitting here thinking like, man, Ryan, I, I'm really worried about this defense because Al Golden has has whether you like it or not, it's it, it's the, the approach has been consistent as far as this is who he is. Now they've made some alterations in certain games that I think have worked, and I want to see them continue building on that. But it's not like like last year it was almost like dial a defense from week to week. You can see carryover week to now. There are always new adjustments to different teams, but you can see a. I know who they want to be this year. Where last year was, it was almost like he was trying to be an NFL coach. We're just going to put in a new scheme every week, and it and it sometimes it worked, sometimes it didn't. This year, there's been more, there's been more of a foundation we've seen, yeah. and yeah. and when you consider that, plus the fact that what ten of their eleven starters on defense are seniors, fifth year seniors, or sixth year seniors, with the exception being Benjamin Morrison. right like there's the maturity that you expect for this group to say hey for a lot of these guys this is their last hurrah like we know dj brown's done i mean he he can't play anymore if he wanted to at notre dame javante jean baptiste 
if you're the fifth year seniors at linebackers, if you're Howard Cross, Riley Mills, Cam Hart, yeah. maybe they come back, maybe they don't. But you know, th- this th- they're gonna, I think, gonna be hungry. So I, I'm not concerned about the defense. I I fully expect them to do what we're talking about. I my big question still remain: Will the offense do that? I'm yeah. fully confident. Now we need to see it, but I'm fully confident that the Notre Dame defense is going to do what they need to do to go out there and play big time football down the stretch, player wise and coach wise. Yep, I agree. There were there are not a lot of question marks about about the defense, just about keep doing what you're doing, and are you able to just not mess, not get out of your own way, right? Don't don't get in your own way and down the stretch here. So that's Notre Dame offense, Notre Dame defense coming out of the bye week. Things that we want to see now going into the last four-game stretch here, starting with Pitt this Saturday. Next, we will start into our Pitt preview, where we'll be breaking down what you should expect offensively, defensively from the Pitt Panthers. happening daily we're being conned by the institutions we used to trust the mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing american families time is short before something big happens and that's why so many folks are preparing they're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from my patriot supply go to mypatriotsupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m., and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com